Good Thursday afternoon, guys. I'm Jerry Miller, and welcome to the I Love Seville show. Today's show is loaded. I love shows like this. Wendell Wood is literally in the catbird seat right now with Charlottesville City and Albemarle County. We will explain why on the I Love Seville show yesterday, the news cycle undoubtedly controlled by the largest landowner in Central Virginia, United Land Companies, Wendell Wood, and all his various subsidiaries, undoubtedly the largest developer and landowner in Central Virginia, Wendell Wood, the visionary behind Barracks Road Shopping Center, behind Fashion Square, Mall, behind the Doubletree Hotel, behind Walmart on 29, Sam's Club on 29, behind the Holly Mead Town Center. Wendell Wood is about to get paid, baby. And by paid, I mean $58 million in Albemarle County for acreage that has value in some cases of next to nothing. We will talk about that today. This is the same Wendell Wood who's got Charlottesville City Council and Charlottesville City Hall, their underwear all up in a bundle because he's got the chatter on High Street about an apartment complex to the tune of how many units? 245 apartments, a potential partnership with Seven Development LLC, Bo Carrington's company. Wendell Wood owns the dirt by the Rivanna River in a, in a flood plain next to the Rivanna River Company across from Riverside next to Cosner Brothers. He tells a little bird in Central Virginia, I think we're going to develop this land. I think we're going to put 245 apartments in a flood plain next to Cosner Brothers and across from Riverside. And immediately the government... And immediately, Charlottesville Twitter, and immediately the city gets their underwear in a bundle. And their first solution, and their only solution, is to crowdsource the money and to buy the dirt from Wendell Wood. So legitimately, the man behind Barracks Road, the man behind the Doubletree, the man behind Fashion Scare Mall, the man behind Holly Mead, the man behind Sam's Club, the man behind Walmart, legitimately has leverage over the city on High Street, and leverage over Almoro County around Rivanna Station and the $1.2 billion defense sector, the sector with the second largest economic impact in Central Virginia. So supervisors and counselors alike are trembling on the dais. Supervisors and counselors alike are shaken on the dais, and they realize... United Land Company's Wendell Wood, not only in the catbird seat, but the man truly calling the shots. I'll unpack that story today. But first, it's Willow Tree. And you want a story that pisses me off? This is a story that pisses me off. Willow Tree, seven months ago, we're on, and, and I fell victim to this, seven months ago, I'm on this talk show, and I'm like, Tobias Dangle and Willow Tree are a unicorn. The company sold for a billion dollars. This Canadian company bought Willow Tree, a company started by Michael Pritchard years ago. 
And now this, this company founded by Pritchard in 2007, a company that's done business with Johnson & Johnson and, and, and the National Basketball Association and Valpac Corporate and Harvard Business and AOL and the University of Virginia and General Electric. This company goes from one or two guys, Michael Pritchard and a whiteboard, to Tobias Dengel, to splintered offices on the downtown mall where you see Willow Tree's army all over downtown, not unified in one spot in downtown Charlottesville. Next thing you know, the Albemarle County Development Authority is in the mix. And the Albemarle County Development Authority is trying to lure Willow Tree from the city of Charlottesville into Albemarle for an economic gain. Willow Tree's in-house counsel at the time, interestingly enough, was Michael Signer. He was a city councilor for Charlottesville City and he was the in-house legal counsel for Willow Tree. Somehow in Charlottesville, Virginia, and perhaps only in Charlottesville, Virginia, can a counselor in Charlottesville City negotiate a deal with himself while he's the in-house counsel of Willow Tree. Only in Charlottesville can the in-house counsel of Willow Tree be part of the brain trust that gets the company to move from Charlottesville the city, even though the in-house council is the mayor of the city of Charlottesville. Only in Charlottesville can that happen. But I digress. I digress. I'm sorry. The Economic Development Authority lures, romanticizes, seduces Tobias and Willow Tree to the wool factory. It doesn't seem far, the downtown mall, to the wool factory. It's just down Market Street. But that little jaunt that little hop, skip, and a jump down Market Street takes this company from the city to the county. That little hop, skip, and a jump down Market Street takes this company and its employees who patronize the downtown mall and all its many restaurants and watering holes at breakfast, lunch, and happy hour and dinner, and it compartmentalizes them in Almoral where pretty much the only place they can part, compartmentalize or patronize, excuse me, is Selvage. It's a campus. It's a campus at the Wool Factory. So today, seven months after a billion-dollar acquisition, Willow Tree lays off 20% of its Charlottesville office, 23 people, and 12% of its workforce across the world. Judah will welcome in a matter of moments. I know him fairly well. I would imagine he's going to go the profits over people route. I will concur that it's not a great look. And I understand the economic climate over the last seven months has changed. The interest rate environment is completely different. And debt, debt that's on the books now for seven months ago, I understand it's quite costly. I also understand when a company buys another company, there are going to be redundancies. And redundancies, here's an example. One company has an HR department, and the company they purchase has an HR department. And when company A buys company B, you then have two HR departments, and you don't need them both. So that's a redundancy some of the people are going to get laid off. I get that. 
But seven months ago, Tobias Dangle told us in Central Virginia that no one was going to get laid off. And Tobias Dangle seven months ago even doubled down and said, with this hire, we're going to hire more people. With this acquisition, with this billion-dollar unicorn deal, we're going to hire even more people in the Charlottesville market. Here's the reality. None of that manifested. None of that was a reality. And now we've got to ask ourselves, were we lied to? Seven months ago, when the CEO of Willowtree told Charlesville in Central Virginia that this acquisition was going to translate to more money to hire locally within, within this community, within this Central Virginia market, was he lying to us? Or have economic conditions truly changed that much? I want your take on that. You never hold back, Judah. And I want your take, viewers and listeners. 20% of the workforce laid off in Charlottesville, 12% in totality, seven months after a unicorn acquisition. We got a chalkboard sign we're going to put up from Jack Brown's. Yesterday, happy hour, Jack Brown's on the downtown mall, home base for Willow Tree in a lot of ways. Look at the screen. There's a place to lick your wounds, Jack Brown's. What are your thoughts on this? I, I mean... Is it really a surprise? I mean, did we really trust that they were going to do everything they said? Uh, it's, you know, with businesses like this, I mean, we've been seeing layoffs across the board from, uh, you know, pretty much every big business out there. Um, I know that, uh, did he lie to us? Who knows? Probably. Uh, you mentioned something about uh, hiring people in, uh, was it South America? Uh, they have job openings right now, and they're looking to fill openings with um, folks from Brazil. So who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe he thought he was telling the truth, and then he got a look at the books and realized that uh, to keep this, uh, what do you call it, operational efficiency? That maybe this is, I'm not saying that. I I'm think not the saying CEO knew the state of the books all along. I don't think he's looking at the books for the first time after selling his company. I think what happened is this, before we go to the next subject. This is what happened. In the last seven months, the economy's changed. Interest, interest rates are up. They've upticked. And as interest rates have upticked, the sector that's really felt the pinch is technology. And Willow Tree's in that sector. Yeah. Furthermore, Willow Tree relies on advertising dollars. When we're in a crappy economy, which we are in now, advertising dollars get pinched. There's a reason Snapchat's struggling. Yeah. There's a reason a lot of the companies that rely on ad revenue are struggling. Willow Tree's in the ad space. They had redundancies with the acquisition. The interest rate environment got more expensive. The advertising market tanked. Okay? All these elements cause these layoffs. All these elements caused these layoffs. Yeah. And it's crappy because seven months ago we were celebrating a unicorn. Yeah. That's what's crappy. And people are like, oh, it's only 23 people. 23 people is 20% of the office in Charlottesville. And it's, 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 it's a big deal if you're one of those 23. No doubt. <clears throat> the question we should ask ourselves is this. 
The Economic Development Authority of Albemarle should ask themselves this question, and we should get an answer. Willow Tree got a lot of tax dollar incentives to go to Albemarle from Charlottesville. Albemarle County Economic Development Authority seduced, romanticized, incentivized Willow Tree to go from the downtown mall to, to um, their current campus in Woolen Mills. And they did that by giving them a bag of money. That bag of money was predicated on hiring people. If you go to Reddit right now, you can find a link, and I'll happily share the link as well, to the agreement Willow Tree had with Almoro County. I've read this agreement. The date on that agreement for hiring the people and keeping them on the payroll was March 31st, 2023. So by the agreement and the letter of the law, it's been honored because the date was March 31st, 2023. We're in April. They barely got to March 31st before the layoffs. Yeah. Economic Development Authority may want to look into this to see if Willow Tree has to pay any money back. Hmm. All right, next topic is you change the lower third. We got some sound we're going to play from Donna Price. I don't know if you guys saw this, but late last night, news started circulating on the interwebs, on the socials, about Albemarle County dropping $58 million to buy dirt around a spy station in Albemarle County. Yes, you heard me correctly, a spy station. There's 462 acres of land on Route 29, US 29 North. The dirt is owned by Wendell Wood. Wendell Wood is the owner of United Land Company and the largest landowner in central Virginia. Wendell Wood has that house on the mountain next to Carter's Mountain, where if you look up on a clear day, you see this big-ass house on a mountain next to Carter's Mountain. That's Wendell's. He looks down on central Virginia from anywhere in his house, legitimately. So Wendell, he is a smart guy. And over the course of a couple of generations, he's stockpiled or land banked a lot of the dirt in Almaro and around central Virginia. Wendell's the guy behind Barracks Road. Wendell's the guy behind Fashion Scare Mall. Wendell's the guy behind Walmart, Holly Mead Town Center, Sam's Club, the Doubletree Hotel, just to name a few. Wendell also owns a boatload of acreage around a spy station. I don't know if you realize this, but we have a boatload of spies and folks that work in, in, in intelligence that live here in central Virginia. A couple of weeks ago on this fine and fair talk show, we explained the economic impact of the defense sector. Mm-hmm. It was $1 billion, $200 million, $1.2 billion a year, the economic impact. The study was done by the Weldon Cooper Center at UVA, and it was commissioned by the Board of Supervisors, the Charlottesville City Council, the Chamber of Co- uh, and the Charlottesville Chamber of Commerce. So here's what happened in the last two weeks from, from my vantage point. Okay? You ready? Mm-hmm. In the last two weeks, a study came out. A study paid for by Albemarle, Charlottesville, Chamber of Commerce, and UVA. The study says, holy crap, 
the defense sector is having a $1.2 billion impact on Central Virginia. No one really understood it was that great because the people working in this sector are hush-hush and keep things on the DL because they're spies and they work at intelligence. After this report comes out, the $1.2 billion economic impact on Central Virginia, only UVA at $6 billion plus has a greater impact. Did Wendell then percolate? Did Wendell then strategically manipulate? Did Wendell then put in the conversational stratosphere an idea of developing dirt around Rivanna Station? I'm just curious here. Did Wendell put in the universe, through a little bird, I have, through my subsidiary NextGen, 950 acres in Almoro North. A lot of this acreage is around a spy station. I heard in the report from Weldon Cooper, which was presented to the supervisors and the counselors, that Rivanna Station has a competing offer from another jurisdiction, where another jurisdiction in America is basically telling the spy station, we'll give you land for free, just come to us, we want the economic impact. Is Wendell smart enough to do this? Hmm. $1.2 billion economic impact for intelligence. And that person who presented to the supervisors and the counselors said there was another jurisdiction in America that's trying to recruit the spy station to their locality. Wendell Wood thinks about it. He scratches his head. Does he then say, maybe we should develop the land here, scaring Al Morrill to then make an offer to buy dirt on acreage, some with as little value, this acreage, one acre in this parcel, as low as $5,000? Is that what Wendell did? And I'm going to add another layer to this story. At the same time, Donna Price and the Board of Supervisors is approving a purchase of $58 million for 462 acres around a spy station, the Charlottesville Democratic Party is hosting a forum. And in this forum, Natalie Oshrin, Michael Payne, Lloyd Snook, Bob Fenwick, and Deshad Cooper all said in this forum, we, if elected, will vote to buy the dirt that Wendell owns on High Street to prevent 245 apartments from coming to a floodplain across from Riverside Burger. How much is that per, uh, per acre? We don't know yet. The city has hired an appraiser with taxpayer dollars to value or to get an idea of the financial commitment. And wow. I can assure you, whatever number the, the appraiser comes up with and presents to city council, and then city council presents to Wendell Wood, Wendell's going to laugh at him. They're going to laugh at the city, and they're going to say 25 or 30% more, or you got 245 apartments coming by right in a floodplain. He's got leverage over Admiral County. He's got leverage over Charlottesville City. And the leverage he's got over Albemarle County is $58 million. The leverage he has over Charlottesville City, I don't even know to the tune of yet.
is this developer the most sophisticated deal maker in central Virginia? Find me a more sophisticated deal maker than this. Carly Wagner put this story on my radar yesterday with a direct message. Carly, thank you. As soon as I got the story from Carly Wagner, I forwarded the story to Deep Throat on Twitter through DM because I respect his opinion. And I think he knows a lot of what he's talking about. This is immediately what Deep Throat sent to me. And then we're going to play the Donna Price sound from yesterday's supervisor's meeting. He says, pure speculation here. Jerry, do you think Wendell Wood let it be known he was thinking of de about developing it, knowing the county would freak out, and that this undesirable piece of land would then be purchased? Is this yet another head fake? Then he looks at the assessed deep throat does, at the assessed values of this land, and he says this. This is the true value of deep throat here. This is why I love this guy and the value he provides the show. So Wendell's got 900 and 950 acres through this next generation subsidiary he owns. 950. Remember, Almoro County is only buying 480 of that 950. This is what Deep Throat says. Of all the parcels, the highest assessed value per acre is 100,000. Some of the acres are literally assessed as low as $5,000 an acre. Mm -hmm. So, he says, for simplicity's sake, I just sort next generation's parcels in that area by assessed value per acre and take the most valuable 480 the most valuable 480 from that parcel, he says, has an assessed value of $22,900,000. Yet the deal's for $58 million. Yeah. Did you hear that? Carly, did you hear that? Viewers and listeners, did you hear that? Hoss Spencer of the Daily Progress, did you hear that? Sean Tubbs of Charlottesville Tomorrow, did you hear that? Neil Williamson of the Free Enterprise Forum, did you hear that? I'll give this information to you again. He took the most valuable of the... Wendell owns 950 acres through this subsidiary. Mm -hmm. He went on the GIS. He found the most valuable 480 of those 950. Those 480 have an assessed value of $22,900,000. Yet the county paid $58 million bucks. Are we even sure that he picked the most valuable of all the acres? What well, that's you... his point. It's not. They're not. Right. So it's not. Lower than it would the, be lower. Then the difference is even higher. There's the point. And that's why I asked the question, did he fleece Albemarle County? Or did Albemarle County have to do this deal to preserve a $1.2 billion economic impact the defense sector? Did Albemarle County say, Jesus, this land has tops $20 million of value, tops $22.9 million of value, but we can't risk this other jurisdiction who no one knows about taking this spy station away from us and bringing it elsewhere. So we're going to potentially 2x... Two X and a half overpaid for this dirt with Wendell to keep the spy station here.
So I think the next question is... Is that what happened? Sounds like it. That sounds like it. My next question is... Can Wendell Wood. Do we really think that the entire intelligence sector in, uh, in Charlottesville and Albemarle is just going to uproot and take all their, their people and facilities and leave? Can we risk it is the better question. I mean, yeah, that's a good question. Can but, we risk it? But, can okay. we risk it? It's the second largest impact. We well, have so sound from well, so Donna Price, don't well, we? So you're saying that they should pay whatever they pay. I, I, this is what I think. I think Wendell Wood fleeced Almoral County. Not if they... And I think Almoral County made the right move. I think it's both at the same time. I think Almoral County overpaying, overpaying by $30 million, overpaying by $40 million. Almoral County may have overpaid by $40 million for this dirt. That $40 million overpayment to preserve $1 billion, $200 million of economic impact? Yeah. That's an effing drop in the bucket. Wendell tricked Almoral because he had the leverage, but Almoral made the right move for the county. Okay. Now Wendell is doing the same damn thing on High Street. He tells a little bird, I may do a joint venture with Bo Carrington and his development firm. It's in a floodplain, 245 apartments across from Riverside, neighborhood, high street's already a cluster duck, quack, 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 quack. Let's see if I can get left, leftist Charlottesville all riled up, got Charlottesville all riled up, let's crowdsource the land, let's put the political pressure on Lloyd, let's put the political pressure on Michael, let's get Brian in the mix, how about Juan in the mix? Yesterday, if you were watching the Democratic Forum, there are three spots on council up for grabs. Remember, three people get elected June 20th. Lloyd said, buy the land from Wendell. Michael said, buy the land from Wendell. Uh, uh, Deshaun said, buy the land from Wendell. Natalie, buy the land from Wendell. Bobby, buy the land from Wendell. Every single one. Lloyd, buy it. Mikey, buy it. Bobby, buy it. Natalie, buy it. D, buy it. Lloyd, Michael, Cooper, Oshran, and Fenwick are all potentially on council next year. Three of five are going to go. Wendell is legitimately leveraging two different government entities at the same time. Is this the most sophisticated deal maker in Central Virginia? And here's another thing. Here's another question I have for you. Here's another question I have for you. Why is Wendell selling right now? You mean what does he see in the future that we don't? Yeah. This dude ain't dumb. He's the largest landowner in Almaro County. Why is he selling right now? What is this dude seeing that we're not? Yeah. Does he think this is the top of the market? Or he's, is he just using like a news story in, an, in a Weldon Cooper study to get $58 million and 2.5x what his land is actually worth? Two thousand seventeen, you're right, Carly, was the first this came up at Almoral County. 
Almora County, 2017, first heard from the spy station that they needed more land. 2017. All right, let's get Donna Price. You got that sound ready to go? Yeah. Let's cue it up. Three, two, one, play it. In 1817, the Commonwealth of Virginia purchased 200 acres of land in Albemarle County for $40,000 to establish the University of Virginia. Over its lifetime, the University of Virginia has been a global leader in education, research and development, and thought leadership. Closer to home, UVA is the largest employer in our community, providing thousands of jobs for residents and hosting community events, art programs, and athletic events year-round, all of which contribute to our overall quality of life. Today, on behalf of the Board of Supervisors and county staff and our community, I am exceedingly proud to announce another investment in land in Albemarle County and one over which the county will have far greater control and for which the county will receive exceptional economic benefit. Upon completion of a due diligence study and analysis, and upon final approval, Albemarle County will assume an agreement to purchase approximately 462 acres in the Ravana Magisterial District for about $58 million. The vision for this purchase is to solidify the long-term vibrancy of Ravana Station in Albemarle County. Through the establishment of an Intelligence Community Innovation Acceleration Campus, or ICIAC, pronounced ICAC, this campus will be a place for public sector organizations, private sector businesses, and academic institutions to work together to co-create solutions to the biggest challenges facing our nation and the world in biotechnology and disease, in aerospace, in cybersecurity and AI, in energy and other sectors. This campus is anchored by Ravana Station and its core mission and accelerated by this community's homegrown entrepreneurial ecosystem and business community. Each of these are generated. That's Donna Price. She's the chairwoman of the Amaro County Board of Supervisors. That's a press conference from yesterday talking about Rivanna Station, a spy station in northern Amaro County that has incredible economic impact. If you're just tuning into the program, Amaro County has agreed to pay Wendell Wood $58 million dollars. Agreed, approved. They've approved $58 million purchase of, of 462 acres, 462 acres around this spy station. I, 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 this deal was, the foundation of this deal was the, a, a mythical offer from a jurisdiction in America that we don't have a name for that is trying to lure a spy station from Rivanna to somewhere in the country. We don't know what the name is of that jurisdiction. We don't know the parameters of the offer. The extent of what we know, 
during the Weldon Cooper Center presentation to the supervisors and the counselors. The person who made the presentation, she said during the presentation that there was another jurisdiction in America that was trying to lure this spy station to it. And because of that comment, we're at this deal for $58 million. I think Albemarle County is overstepping. I think Albemarle County is being leveraged. I think Albemarle County is negotiating scared. But I think Albemarle County may be making the right decision because it can't lose it. Wendell Wood, you play the game better than anyone I know. You're playing the game on crappy dirt north of town that has value in some cases as little as $5,000 per acre. Wendell Wood, you're playing the game on High Street in a floodplain by sticking to your guns with 245 apartments across from Riverside. Dude, I don't want to sit across from the poker table and play hold'em from you because your bluffing ability is better than anyone I've ever seen. If I saw you at a bar or if I saw you on the downtown mall, I'd buy you a beer. I would buy you a beer because your negotiation skill set is damn, damn good. All right. You got the Davis Avenue visualization? Yep. All right. Um, I, I made a mistake today. David, who is putting these visualizations together, is not 12. He's 11. He's 11. Big D is 11. <laughs> Big D put this visualization together, and he's doing such a good job that he's um, pretty much showing his dad that he needs the most super deluxe Mac computer available very soon on his desk at his house so he can continue making these visualizations for us. This is Davis Avenue by Park Street. These are what these visualizations are. If upzoning were to come to your street, how could upzoning change the, the streetscape of your home and, and, and where your kids run around or where you walk your dog? Davis Avenue could look very different. You have that ready to go? Three, two, one. This is a follow-up to our video on visualizing rezoning in Charlottesville. Today we're taking a look at Davis Avenue just off Park Street. This area is currently R1 and we start with a single family home and we replace each adjacent lot with an RB building. Each RB building can have six units. Now we take a side view and we replace just one adjacent lot with an RB building with the affordable housing height bonus. Now we do a flyover visualization. We start with the block as it is. We add in the two RB buildings. And for illustration purposes, we remove one of those normal RB buildings and replace it with an RB building that benefits from the affordable housing height bonus. I love it. I love it. I love it, David. You do a hell of a job. I love the visualizations. I think you guys do as well. Um, my wife and I were at lunch over the weekend, and a couple came up to us and said um, that they appreciated the uh, visualizations that we were showing on the show. Uh, and the one from Chesapeake Avenue that we did last week um, was the street over from where they lived. That's literally how they came up and introduced themselves to us. I found it awesome. Um, all right, that's the talk show. Anything else you want to add, J-Dubs? 
Ginny Hu, Dylan's Rule on Twitter, hello, welcome to the show. John Blair, LinkedIn, hello. James Watson, Kevin Yancey, hello. Uh, Marquise Johnson says, good Lord, get him that MacBook, Dad. <laughs> Marquise Johnson is telling Deep Throat, Marquise Johnson on Facebook is telling Deep Throat on Twitter, please, dear God, get your son that Mac computer so he can do more visualizations for us. <laughs> I love Get on that computer, Deep Throat. All right, that's all she wrote. Judah Whitcower, Jerry Miller, the I Love Seville Show. Take care, guys.